Welcome to CTO Think, a podcast about leadership, product development, and tech decisions between two recovering chief technology officers. Here are your hosts, Don Vandemark and Randy Burgess. Hey, Don. How's it going? Pretty good. Uh, tried to get some. Tried to be productive this last week and get some uh, get some development done, but ran into some annoying issues that I still haven't resolved. So I put those on the shelf and I'll come back to them in a couple days. But other than that, everything's going fine. Just uh, staying, staying home and doing work. So how about you? Uh, it's stable. Um, very fortunate in these weird times uh, with the economy and quarantine and all that stuff. I work for a company that's done a great job um, preserving, you know, what's going on or preserving the employment status of everybody. And, you know, that's terrific. That's all I can say about it. Sure. So, but uh, I think that it's, this has been a very interesting last two months for me. Personally, because right as we went into the quarantine COVID situation, the pandemic, um, Hireology had already, like, the, the engineering teams had already, re, like, right as it all went down, I guess, did a reorganization. Sure. And... I was going to be working as manager for a team with a product. And then there was another team that was structured in a similar way that was going to be managed by someone they would hire. And as all everything came down and revenues dropped there, we all kind of looked at it and, get, and said, you know, we're, we're not going to hire anybody. Can't hire anybody. Right. And, we, the question came to me, do you think you can manage both teams? Which I was like, okay, that's interesting. Because um, typically managers here can still do coding. Um, right. If, you know, if they have the time and capacity to. And so I just kind of said, well, if I do, if we do this, I'm going to be like, I'm going to double my meetings each week almost. And it'll strictly be a management job. And they were like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> we just, we just want to have a steady manage like management presence on this other team. Cause they were trying to use some backup, like two other people trying to share the duties. It was just not working. Sure. So basically in a, very short time period. I had two teams, only a couple of people here that had actually ever worked with me. So I had two new QA people, two new pro product managers, and roughly, I don't know, out of six developers, four of them didn't know me, maybe seven, mm -hmm. no, probably eight developers, six never worked with me before and so i've been that's been my last two months is and i would say here's the other part of it 
all of the developers were pretty much new to doing architecture that I could tell. Like at Hierology, they had just been developers and someone else had done architecture, like managers had done research, architecture, planning, um, all that kind of stuff. And we were suddenly telling folks, hey, we need you to actually step up and do the research, the spikes, and architecture design and planning. And here's the other thing. We were taking a, most of these, a good chunk of these developers off of Go and saying, we need you to work on our Rails like legacy platform, which wasn't a popular thing. <laughs> um, the state of thing. I'll jump ahead to the state of things. State of things is every, like almost everybody has been awesome. Everyone's been great to work with. Everyone has been sacrificing their any resistance they had to the Rails stuff to like get the job done. Everyone's been really working well together. Um, I couldn't really ask for better a better team and better people. Um, sure. So it hasn't been like a disaster. It's like I walked in and people all every everyone at every level took responsibility and ownership to grow and do great and be productive for the team. Um, ran into one person who was you know, very, I guess, aggressively not happy with the changes um, in what they were being asked to do, but that was resolved. And so overall, everyone's been doing terrific. Cool. So it's, it's, but for me, it's been a trying time because I have to, I had to switch from manager developer to strictly manager. We're talking like sure. s out of eight hours in a workday, I'm doing six to seven hours of meetings. Um, I don't have a whole lot of insight on the actual ground level code. Like I would, I try to do PR, like pull request reviews and stuff, but I don't right. just, I just don't have the insight. Um, like I know enough rails and JavaScript and react to act, like, to know what they're doing, but I don't understand the intricacies of um, every choice being made right. and why, and some of the tech debt that, you know, a company this size and age has, I'm just like, Whoa, why are they doing it that way? And <laughs> everyone's like, because that's what we were handed, you know? So, but it, overall it's like the projects are on a really good pace. The teams are getting along. Well, the people have stepped up. And sure. my, my job, my biggest job has been, I think the biggest change has been making sure people are focused and not allowing distraction projects or other non-priority items to interfere with what they're doing. Right. Which is what I think was some of the problem with some of the teams before. That's what... I, I spend a ton of time asking questions about 
who's working on what, what is the priority today? What is, is like, when is, is this card going to get done on time? What's the realistic timeline for like not letting our QA folks get overloaded? Like there's just so many things I've learned. Like I, you know, you always, I, I guess at this level of experience, I always feel like, oh, I guess I figured out most of it. And then, <laughs> and then this kind of th- change happens. I'm like, oh, I've got some new things to learn. Right. So it's been a, it's just been a really interesting two months in that regard. And then there's a whole world. Is the world going to be the like? What's going on with the world? Stress that. I don't have, I'm not suffering from anything, but it's still out there to pay attention to and just kind of be like, hmm. It's it's like the law, it's like a hurricane that just keeps happening. And there's, you just are in the middle of it. You can't evacuate. You almost almost have to do the opposite of evacuation for it. Right. And so there's just, it's just a much different use of energy for my brain because I'm kind of like a half extrovert introvert on whatever scale there is and so i'm much more tired in the afternoons um than i ever was before because i think i'm just in these meetings and it's just more draining to my personality type perhaps right right yeah you're you're where you're where obviously i've been before numerous times um and and one thing it sounds like you're making the transition fine. How are you doing as far as scratching the itch to, to code? <laughs> I definitely have that itch in the, in the evenings. I'm my brain is tired and I can't muster up a whole lot of energy, but on the weekends I've been learning GraphQL, like really digging in and learning that. Um, and I would say looking at Gatsby related stuff around uh, uh, static site generation, still learning more about React hooks and things like, but in terms of the evenings when I used to really get a lot done, not much at all. Sure. Yeah. I, I, I certainly have, have, have gone through those, those phases where, where I, I, I need to, I need to put some some sort of small project together just to keep the uh, itch scratched as far as coding. But I'm also too tired at night from what it, whether it's meetings or, or whatever it is during the day to, to really put anything forward. Um, well, now, keep in mind that today ESPN announced that they just signed a broadcast right contract with Korean Baseball. KBO. There you go. 10 teams. There's some stat sources out there. <laughs> and I would be I would be lying if I didn't tell you I'm, I was thinking about it. I went to fan tracks, they haven't said anything. Yahoo Sports already said they won't be doing it. I'm like right. who know like this is where it all began. Maybe this is full circle. Yeah, never just, just for those who, who haven't heard the whole story, you're, you're thinking of creating yet again uh, a, for the 30th time a fantasy sports app just to handle Korean baseball this time. 
Oh, no, no, no. It'd be a very, it'd be something I could expand later for Taiwan, Japanese baseball, Taiwanese baseball. Like, I wouldn't just do Korean. I would find any country doing sports, I would latch on to do their sports for them. So that, yeah. So that American fantasy sports aficionados could have something to do. I just got to figure out what would be the back end. If I wanted to do it fast, I'd have to do Rails back end API only and then do a React based front end, I think. Sure. Sure. I mean, it's a horrible <laughs> idea, and definitely I don't have the time to do it without burning out, but. Hell, that didn't stop me the first time I tried to do it. <laughs> it, it, it rarely stops us now. No. So. But yeah, our, 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 it sounds like you're adapting well to to just just doing the managing and and it management's not new. It's the it's the not coding while managing part of it. And and I certainly can empathize with the um the ability to to not you said you're looking at pull requests, but you don't you don't have the the code knowledge necessarily. Well, you, I understand you, you have the, you have the language knowledge, but you don't have the context. Yeah, yeah, I don't have like how we've done it, how they do the business logic here and why there are choices right. made. You know, I mean, take the rail side; the choices were made years ago in the area that my teams are working three years ago. And we're all just like, why is it doing, why do they do it this way? But we're also with this man, like these features could help our sales team quickly. So instead of us going in and saying like, hey, let's make upgrades to this. We're just like, you know what? We just got to get this out the door. We're going to, we're going to develop it in a quality way, but we're not going to fix tech debt as we see it. Right. And that's right. the harder choice. Like that's frustrating. You have to understand that this is a firm. Hierology is a firm of all remote people. So from our team's perspectives, the only difference is that people's kids are at home. Right. No, no, no one was really affected by having to work from home at all. It was just that, Oh, okay. Now the, <laughs> now your significant other is in the house and your kids, your young kids are screaming during meetings, which I just basically said to everybody, because <laughs> there are people trying to like keep their kids out of the screen and the kid was fighting. I'm like, sure. Just let them in the screen. <laughs> don't, like, this is fine. They don't need to. Um, it's just like, let the kids, they're in the house. They own the house. So we have kids kind of running back and forth and stuff. But sure. for our from our team management scenario, our communication hasn't changed. We didn't have to teach people and get them up on Zoom. It didn't affect people from an energy standpoint, from the standpoint of, oh, all of a sudden they have a new structure in which to work. So we've been fortunate with that. Um, and from a, the way that we approach code, typically we would not put time as a big... I guess time is typically not a thing that we really strive for, like deliver fast. Right. So it was much more about quality and thoroughness than speed. But we got a different mandate for obvious reasons. And 
And I totally understand why we got that mandate. So that's a little bit different for our, our teams, but I still like when I see the work being done and the process being followed, nobody's cutting corners really. We just made some choices that were like that. We wouldn't do it that way if we had time to do to fix the foundation apart. But I don't really, people aren't speeding through. I'm, and I'm not putting extra pressure on people to deliver next week kind of stuff. But we aren't, we're not making all the choices we normally would, I guess. Right. Right. No, I think, I think I felt this most acutely as far as being out of touch um, with, with different code bases at when I, when I was managing the team at Disney Mm -hmm. um, for IBM. And part of the reason that for that was, and, and what kept me, what kept me from getting in too deep sometimes was the fact that we had 51 different applications to support. Um, across 14, maybe 15 different languages or platforms or frameworks or what have you. Um, So there was no way. Uh, That was just a matter of each each application having a weekly status and going through it. There was no way I was reviewing code. There was no way I was doing anything. Um, I actually did get in trouble from my manager about a year in for diving into some code. Uh, he's like, you have 51 applications to manage. You can't do this. Yeah. You, you have to, you have to let, uh, you have to let the developers do it. Uh, to which my response was then get me more developers. Um, yeah. But yeah, that, that. Oh, I have that situation too coming up. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, because one of my, one of my developers is on, paternity leave starting today and it's not clear that we have a replacement to get everything done and i'm like okay do i need to roll up my sleeves like there's a side of me that's like yeah and then there's a side of me that goes well everything's been smooth because i have been less involved like my my key my key successful decisions have been where to not apply pressure, where not to get involved, where to let other people make choices. Right. Like that by far with the with these people on these two teams, my decision to have less of myself instigating or in the middle of things, I think has been the smartest choice so far that I've made. Which means I have to trust people and their tech choices and stuff, but I'm not right. worried. Like, I, like I've seen, like, yeah, a bug may come up, but we'll fix it. Like, we're not here in a, like, trying to be, make everything perfect. It's like, it's still software. We can refactor. Like, just trust yourself. Like, I've I've been in positions more of trying to get people to trust their own judgment um, more than I have trying to, like, instill my thoughts on code choices and stuff. So what what would you think if you if if there's there's another person out there who who's making that transition is there is there any piece of advice outside of trusting people to do their do their jobs um, trust but verify and and 
accepting that not everything's going to be perfect. Do you have any, any other tips? If you are a upcoming manager and you love to code and you are in the middle of your management role and you are enjoying the code part, I would probably say, think really hard about whether you're hurting your team by coding and having the fun. Like sure. the only thing I've coded in two months is a bug, an important bug issue came through and I made a CSS change. It was a single line, maybe a couple line change. And I was like, I'm going to do this one. So that this is the janitorial work. Like that's the extent of my coding fun has been to do a small CSS fix that right. was rather mundane and I couldn't brag about it. So I think that the biggest advice I can give in addition to the tr you know, trust your developers thing is take a real strong look at what you're, if you're coding at all and your job is to manage a group of people bigger than, you know, five or six and you're coding, ask if you are really helping your team. Just like your manager got mad at you. I think that there's a lot of coding managers with coding abilities who miss it and they interfere and, and more than they help their team by needing to have their stamp on it or needing to right. be intricately, intricately involved. Right. Because I can only see how I could slow these teams down with their work by getting involved for the, my own personal, to just in my own personal desire to have hands on a keyboard, making commits, being yeah. part of the release. Yeah. No, I know I give you crap all the time about <laughs> getting, but that's, it's, I think it's, in some ways it's different. Um, maybe it's not, but I, because the evaluation, a, the evaluation is the same. The, the questions you have to ask yourself are the same. Well, yeah, I mean, but you're not you're in a position where you can't really hand those projects you've been doing lately off to another True. developer. Uh, I could pay somebody to do it, and that, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's if there's anything that is more any that is more the reason than anything else is is cost savings. Yeah, and then then you and I get in the discussion of my time as a cost. So yes, so the yeah, I'm trying, and and so like. It was interesting because I was talking to a QA person and they were talking to me about a different manager because one of the challenges has been, and this is maybe a different discussion, but our QA people, and I've never had QA people before. I had one that I, it was a person that I converted from a support rep into a QA developer for our front end team on a different company. That was a, that's a story in itself, <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't have experienced QA people going to QA people in a process, that kind of thing. Right. And the, the thing that sucks for QA folks is that at the beginning of a sprint, they largely don't have a whole lot to do. And then at the end of the sprint, everyone dumps all the work on them to review at the yes. last minute. Yes, absolutely. And I have already, I've been actively telling people like, hey, if you dump everything into QA the last two days, guess what? It's your fault it's not done, not the QA person's fault. 
and right. I'm trying to I'm trying to get people in a mode of you don't meet the deadline by handing it to QA. You meet the deadline because it gets through QA on a normal basis, right? By the end date, and one of the QA people had mentioned that a different manager at a different time had been notorious for shoving their own cards into the last next to last day. And I was like, why was that person? Like, why do you think that was? And we were both kind of like, it's probably because that manager was coding it themselves and wanted to feel that sense of delivery. Right. And that was making that. So they didn't, they weren't trying to like their approach to QA was it's on QA to get all this stuff done last minute, which caused a ripple effect with things not getting done, overwhelmed QA people at the end of each sprint. But it wasn't, I don't think it was as clear to the manager because they were, they had a huge investment in that code getting over the finishing line. Right. Like I don't have that. Like the other side is that I'm very objective about process and cards and stuff because I don't have a single line of code attached to that card. And maybe that's the other, maybe that's the last point I'll make is I am much more worried about people and process than I am about lines of code. Whether I have my stamp on it, whether I was able to generate the solution out of my own brain, whether like I don't have any investment into does that code get put into production? Sure. I have every bit more concern with are my choices as a manager affecting the people side and the process side for stability for the product getting delivered in a quality way rather than, and that's, that objective, I've, in a way, that's objective. There's always there's subjectiveness on the process and people, of course, but that being objective about the code is making me a better manager. Allows me to be a better manager, I think. But it's hard. Sure. Like, am I happier? Like, I'm always happy delivering. Am I as happy as I was in the past as a developer manager? And I'm like, I'm still struggling with that. The, the rush is different and, and, yeah. and I'm not even gonna, I'm not even going to pretend that it's the same. Um, yeah. the, the, there is, there is that dopamine hit of, of a piece of code working, um, that you just don't get as a manager and, and anywhere in the, in anywhere in the cycle, um, yeah. even a completion of a project that you helmed, it's not the same dopamine hit. Yep. Yeah, that's definitely the definitely the case with me right now. Um, and like, so if I have no idea what happens after we, you know, if things get back to normal, we start hiring again, and they hire a manager and they say, hey, that person will get that team, you can go back to managing one team. I'm like, I don't do I want that? Right? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And you're going to have to figure that out because you're going to be asked. I know. But I'm, but the thing is, I've never, I never thought about like, I never really aimed for this type of thing. Like, Hey, give me another team so I can manage more people. Right. 
and what would happen? Like, I don't like I was handed, like I had no hand in hiring these folks. Right. So one problem out of all the people that we have on the teams and that even that person has been fine on delivering great code and working with the other team members. Like it's, uh, it's like, what if you had flipped it over and you had like more than half the team was problem people, you know, like what, what happens then? Do you really want that job? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, yeah. like I've, I was very fortunate in that I was handed, just handed over great quality people to work with at every facet, sure. QA product sure. and developers. And the only thing I'm doing is like making sure that those folks are focused. And so I can't, I'd be remiss not to acknowledge that that's a key part. Like I've always said, step one, hire good people. Step two, make sure they're working on the most important things. If I can't do step one, step two is just almost impossible. And I'm able to do step two because someone else took care of step one. So that's kind of the, that's one of the pieces of it that just can't be under counted, I guess. Yeah, that, and that's a little fortunate um, because not everybody will walk into a situation like that. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Well, cool. Well, I, I, I look forward to seeing uh, I look forward to seeing the Korean baseball, uh, the Korean fantasy baseball app. The, Amer- um, the, the American KBO Fantasy League. Like that, I gotta come up with a better name. <laughs> but that's that's what it's. And then if they expand, like if North Korea opens up and they expand, then we can get some more teams in there. I guess. Yeah, I think I think Japanese is is probably your your the next market. <laughs> yeah, like it's funny because there's an artist. Some one of my there's a guy at work that I um, we talk baseball, and he start he sent me there's an the athletic immediately wrote up an article on the best players in Korean baseball. And I was like, <laughs> if as soon as I get to know these people, they'll just, they'll be just like any sports fantasy that I do. So we're talking about, we're talking about at least trying to run a league with four people on a spreadsheet. Sure. Um, and I'm like, well, I might need, we might, if I could automate a system, I might know someone that could scrape, the stats for me. (laughs) (laughs) So I might rope you in, but I'm not not sure how motivated you'll be. Ah, it's a, it's, it's a challenge. It might be better than the challenges I'm trying to work on. (laughs) Exactly. All right. Very good. Uh, I'm sure you've got a line of calls and meetings set up. So I do. I do. I'll let you set head off that. Cool, man. All right, we will talk again soon. Yep, later. Thanks for listening to This Old App. Show notes and previous episodes can be found on our website at www.thisoldapp.online. Reviews on Apple iTunes are always appreciated and help promote the show. For questions, comments, or things you would like to hear on future shows, please email us at hello at thisoldapp.online. Show music is Guns Blazing by Fab Claxton, licensed by Pond5. Voice over work by makingvoices.com. You'll hear from us soon. <laughs>